Come with me. We're going to Silicon Valley. There was no band that I loved more than Clubber Lang. They were an incredible funk band with sort of an edge. Some of their stuff bordered on ska, some even bordered on metal. But it was straight ahead funk stuff that was in a very interesting time. While you had groups like the Beastie Boys and Shooty's Groove that were doing sort of a, at that point, what we would have called rap funk crossovers, you didn't see it so broadly as you do today. But when Clubber Lang put it together with their two different lead singers, E. Huck, and I can never remember the other guy, but they both had this amazing sense of flow that they sort of transitioned between singing and rapping that was so incredible. And their performances were amazing. Watching them live was phenomenal. And part of the reason why wasn't just the Angelo Moore-esque activity of the frontman, but it was also exactly how tight the rhythm section was. How two horns blew away the larger horn sections of many bands that you could see live at that point. I believe at one point it was just a trumpet and a saxophone. Maybe it was a trombone and a saxophone as well. But I can distinctly remember watching them at at the edge, opening up for Fishbone. Or maybe it was even opening up for Let's Go Bowling with No Doubt. That might have been that show. But I've seen them many times. I distinctly remember we'd gotten there late, so I was walking in. And when you first walked into the edge, you're walking parallel to the stage. And I heard this song just going like full force and hearing this amazing horn section and thinking I was going to look at the stage and the relatively small stage would be crowded with, with horn players or maybe keyboardists. But no, it was just two guys. And the rhythm section, the drummer and the rhythm guitarist were phenomenal. The bassist, incredible. And yet at the same time, not overly showy. It was a tight, tight group, which is really interesting because I think they changed members relatively frequently. I can think of at least three different lineups that I saw over the years. Now, some of their music wasn't exactly, wouldn't exactly play today. A song, Oriental Song, for example, not culturally appropriate. And even then we sort of raised our eyebrows at it, but now it would definitely not fly. But... This was a band that defined the breadth of the South Bay music scene. Because you could try to pigeonhole them as a funk band, and today we probably would. But there were elements all over the place that made them feel bigger than all of it. I can't think of the last time I saw them. It must have been 95, maybe even 97. But I was listening to the demo tape they put out not too long ago, the first one. And it holds up today. It feels fresh. Because what they were doing wasn't reflecting what was going on at that time. It was reflecting what they wanted to see from the music that they enjoyed. And this combination, it doesn't necessarily make it evergreen, but it didn't feel like I was listening to a 1990s funk band. It felt like I was listening to an incredibly tight musical act that happened to exist in the 1990s. That happened to exist in the 1990s. (laughs) 